Hey girlfriend, welcome to Journey to Limitless podcast. Together on this show, we are on a mission to build belief in ourselves and live a life of freedom despite what tries to hold us back. I'm your host, Court, an empowerment coach, travel enthusiast, and a chronic illness warrior who over the last seven years has built a life that I am so obsessed with and proud of, but it definitely has not come easy. So on this show, we're going to keep it real as we talk about adapting positive mindsets through hardship, taking action towards our dreams, and finding peace and freedom from hustle culture and chronic stress. Are you with me? Let's get going on your own journey to limitless. Hello and welcome back to Joining to Limitless podcast. Thank you for joining me. I'm so honored that you're taking the time to listen to the show. Today's episode, I wanted to loop you in on my experience at the Soul Rising Retreat. I just came back the other day. I spent a week in the jungle, um, basically diving deep into feminine embodiment, breathwork, and plant medicine, and basically had a rebirth. So I wanted to come to the podcast and do an episode about my experience because I don't gatekeep here. And I just know that there's going to be someone who is listening to this podcast who has been feeling called to dive into work like this or they're gonna see themselves in parts of my story and they're going to like just feel the call to experience this and I truly wouldn't have experienced this retreat if it wasn't for a dear sister sharing her experience and I'm telling you this because honestly for a first few weeks for the first few like honestly while I was at the retreat I debated even sharing my experience at all because I just wanted it to be kind of personal but at the end of the day like who is that actually helping if I don't share this experience because there's going to be someone who is going to attend this retreat by learning about it from me sharing it that is going to change their freaking life and I'm so excited for that person whoever that is I already had a dear friend um sign up information for the next round of this retreat and I just know that there's going to be someone who is going to feel called to go to this retreat and I'm rooting for you if that is you Um, or maybe you're just listening to this because you saw me posting on my social media and are just interested in hearing a little bit more about my experience. Um, Either way all is good but if you do feel called to find out more information about the retreat um, I did also do an episode with Victoria Craig on the podcast a few weeks ago episode 104. I will link that in the show notes for you. That just went into her. You get to know Victoria more. She is the creator of the Soul Rising Retreat. She talked about you know her transformation journey how all parts of this retreat have played a role in her journey, her healing journey, and why she really created this whole rising retreat. So highly recommend checking out that episode. It will be linked in the show notes, like I said. But also, if you're listening to this and you're like, all right, I'm sold. I need more information about this. Um, all links to find out more information about the Soul Rising Retreat and connect with Victoria will be in the show notes for you as well. Um, and if you have any questions about my experience or you want me to answer a certain part of this, a certain part of the episode, something intrigued you and want to know more information, I'm an open book. You can always DM me on Instagram. I'm at journey to limitless underscore. Um, send me a DM and I will chat with you there. Uh, But yeah, so basically the Soul Rising Retreat was a week-long immersion in the jungle of Mexico. So I flew into Cancun and spent an hour outside of Cancun. We were immersed in the jungle at a beautiful jungle hotel called Lunita. And it was a feminine embodiment, plant medicine, and breathwork retreat. So in this retreat, we'd had three ayahuasca ceremonies. We did two cambo ceremonies, which are a um, frog secretion that's like burned like it goes into your skin and it's really good for getting toxins out of your body, releasing things that are no longer serving you and it can connect you to your emotions a bit more. Um, We also did a few different breathwork 
uh, sessions. And then we had feminine embodiment exercises. We did um, connection exercises and we really built a sisterhood. Like we got to the depths of our trauma. We got to the depths of sadness and grief. But at the same time, we held each other as we processed um all of that the trauma the grief the sadness everything basically every human emotion but we also were able to celebrate each other in the highs and it's continuing on like we've been in this whatsapp group for about two months now because we connected before the retreat started and i mean it's popping off in there (laughs) like we're still just like supporting each other and i just really hope that and i trust that we will continue to support each other so Not only do you have like a week-long immersion deep in the jungle with yourself and sisters, but you also leave with a tribe of people who genuinely care about you and want to see you rise. They want to support you and honestly can just hold you in the depths. Like nothing was as healing as, you know, opening up and explaining trauma. I mean, we opened up about things that some people have never told anyone before and having someone say, yeah, me too. Or I experienced that too. Like that in itself was so freaking healing. And this episode, honestly, I don't have a script. I never have a script. I don't even know why I said that, but like, I don't have notes out. I literally, I'm still kind of speechless about this retreat. So I'm going to try to sum it up as best as I can, but Like it's one of those things that you have to just experience for yourself in order to like fully understand like the depth. Like there's not, I cannot explain every single piece of this retreat in a podcast episode. Like there's absolutely no way. I don't even think that I'll ever be able to explain every single piece because there was just so much that transpired. But um, I will just say my intention going into the street and and why I felt so called to go. So. If you have not been here for a while, um, I have ulcerative colitis. I was diagnosed in 2019 and last year I was really struggling with my health. Like literally about this day last year, I started going into like a really bad flare of my UC and ended up ended up affecting my heart. And I was struggling with my health until November of 2022. And at that time, as I was starting to get out of that flare, I knew that I needed to dive deeper into my healing journey because the prior you know, years I was in remission, but I was not healing. I was not doing the deep healing work that was really going to uh, get me to a place where I don't have to carry ulcerative colitis forward anymore. I don't have to carry autoimmune conditions forward anymore. And I really started to dive deep into that work. And it really started with joining a women's circle that really helped me start diving into um, the like emotional side of disease and allowing myself to really feel, right? Uh, Because it's so easy to not feel in life, you know, because life is so busy and this women's circle really allowed me to slow down, calm my nervous system and get to a place where I can really heal. And that was where I met my friend Kristen. Uh, She attended the first round of the Soul Rising Retreat and just seeing her transformation, I just felt such a call to go. And I had a call with Victoria, like I said, she's the creator of the retreat. And it was like an instant knowing that this was for me. But at the same time, my ego, right, was there to be like, no, you're not like, this is not for you. Like, what if something happens to you or you don't have the money or like basically everything under the sun that you could tell yourself to not go, I was telling myself. And you know, I sat on it for a while and then the signs just kept coming in, coming in, coming in that I needed to have this experience. It got to a point where I was driving down the street and I was just thinking about things that were happening in my life, uh, between my mom's health and things going on in my dad's life and 
sadness and fear and everything with my health and just a lot. I started to cry and I was crying because I was thinking about going to this retreat and how I just knew that this retreat was going to be what I needed. So that's when I decided to jump on it and make it happen. But I wouldn't say that it was just an easy, yeah, I'm going to this retreat because there was a lot of things that possibly was keeping me from going to this retreat. Um, I'm not going to go into all the details of that, but honestly, a week up until the retreat, I didn't even know if I was going to be able to be there the entire time. Um, but things worked out and I was able to, and there were just so many signs. I believe in angel numbers. I was seeing three, three, threes everywhere. One, one, ones, four, four, fours. I was seeing all of the angel numbers, like basically at every single time that I was thinking about this retreat, I was also seeing an angel number and I'm like, okay, I see you. I believe you. I'll go, I'll make it happen. And I did. But like I said, even then I was like, I don't know if this is for me. And the day that I was flying out, I literally at takeoff, I was looking out the window and I was like, all right, no turning back now. I guess this is it. I guess I'm making it there. I'm like, I guess I didn't even believe that it was really going to happen. And I honestly, even up until the, after the first ayahuasca ceremony, I still had doubts that this was for me after the first cup of ayahuasca. Oh, really until it started hitting, like kicking in, I was like, what am I doing? Like, this isn't for me. And then she instantly instantly showed me that I was there for a reason. That night I experienced grief unlike anything that I've ever experienced in my life. I went to the depths of grief that I don't think I've ever experienced. I've never allowed myself to go there and especially the last few months I feel like I've just been in such fight or flight mode that I didn't even really process what was happening and she allowed me to really process that that night so that's really what the first night was for me was to let out a lot of grief and sadness that has been stuck and stored for so freaking long i mean i felt like i was in this process forever <laughs> like literally forever but in it though i like tr like i knew that like i said i was i was there for a reason and i was so freaking grateful for the medicine for allowing me to feel that and allow me to have that experience you know and it really poured into the rest of the few nights because the next two aya ceremonies were not as emotional you know uh the second ceremony was definitely probably the hardest one they were they were all hard in their own ways except really the third one the third one was much more useful and beautiful and much more like in the ecstasy but i had to go I said that really would go. <laughs> I had to go to the depths of sadness and grief and fear in order to get to that pure space of ecstasy and bliss and joy. Um, so I feel like throughout the, all of the experiences, I feel like it, it, it was all so different, but it all ended with ecstasy, bliss, joy and everything. And I had to get to the depths of the grief and fear and everything. So the second Aya ceremony, I had a lot of fear. I had faced my fear of death. I've always been very driven by the fear of death. I think I've said this many times on this podcast. Um, I saw sickness at a really young age. When I was 11 years old, my, gr not my grandmother, my aunt had a brain tumor and she passed away when she was 45. So I was always just so driven by death. Like, I need to get the most out of my life because I don't know when I'm going to die or I don't know what's going to happen or all these things. And what really came through, which didn't really happen that night, because honestly, it was just like a very scary experience for me the second night. Um, it happened a few days later where I really was able to process what happened, like why everything happened. I had an ego death and 
also I faced a lot of my own fears of death. Um, I was shown something that I didn't really want to know and I freaked the fuck out and I had someone come over, one of the facilitators, Johanna, come over, which I freaking love her and she basically like calmed me down and took me out of it and I faced my fear of death. She was like, what if, like, what if anyway? I'm like, you're right. It's nothing. Like, it doesn't matter anyway. Like, everything will be okay, right? Um, I'm not going into all the details because I don't really want to. But anyway, to sum it up, I had a really scary experience, a lot of fear around death that night, and I faced it, and I feel a lot better going through my life. I don't fear death anymore. I don't fear... um, I feel like I just have a greater understanding of like what's really going on here on earth, you know, as in this human experience. Like I feel like I fully, I feel like I understand it a lot more. And the third ceremony, like I said, was probably my favorite, not because it was all bliss and joy and ecstasy and everything, but it was my favorite because I rebirth. Like I went through a really difficult time where I felt like I needed to purge for a while a very long time and then when it happened like something came over me I can't even explain it to you but I like literally rebirthed and I just I don't even have words for it like I it's hard to even explain it to anyone um but all I kept saying was wow wow (laughs) and it was amazing and on the other side of that was so much bliss joy ecstasy and etc what also came through was that I on the second ceremony was that I need to move to Greece. One of my intentions going into this retreat was I wanted clarity on where I should move to because I've been feeling for a long time that my time in Denver is wrapping up. You know, I've been here for seven years and I just like feel that it's time to move on. I feel like it's time for me to go somewhere else. And I just didn't really know where that was because if you have been here before, you know me in person, I'm a very like, I love to travel. And sometimes it's difficult to be like, oh, I'm gonna settle in one spot. Like I wanna go everywhere. And it came through so freaking clearly that it's Greece for me. Like I need to move to Greece and I'm scared. I'm terrified because Greece is really far. (laughs) It's really, really far. And I don't know how I'm going to make it happen. I don't know what I'm doing. But what came through so clearly was that I felt called to go to Greece after my ulcerative colitis flare, flare for a reason. And that there's a lot of healing for me in Greece and also possibly a life partner and I just, something in me is calling me there and it came through so clearly the second night and then the third Aya ceremony, I was able to really like sit in it and get so excited and like a lot of other things came through about my life and yeah, it's just, I connected with my grandmother who passed away when I was in the 10th grade. I also connected with my future daughter, which is like crazy to even say because for the longest time I've said that I didn't want to have kids, but it came through that I likely will have a daughter one day, which is like, whoa. Um, I also connected with myself in a past life. Like it was honestly, like I don't even have words for the entire experience, but it was life-changing. It was everything that I needed and even more like, it, it was everything that I needed and everything that I didn't even know that I needed, you know? And honestly, I feel really called to go back in a year and have this experience again because the space that Victoria created was so safe, so much love. And it wasn't the traditional ayahuasca experience, but it was everything that, it was everything that 
I think all of us needed it. I think we all came there because we wanted sisterhood. We wanted to feel an immense amount of love. We wanted to dive deep into ourselves and literally like it was all of that and then some and she really created such a healing space. Like it wasn't just the ayahuasca. It was the sisterhood. It was the the um, Lunitas, the jungle hotel. It was the environment. It was the facilitators like Johanna and Yogi and Victoria. Like I love all of them so much. And I connected with all of them. Like they're all of their energies really made this such a special experience. And it was the breath work. It was like, I don't even have words truly. So I'm probably going to end this very soon because I feel like I'm rambling at this point. But if you feel called to this experience, or like I said, you want to have any questions about my experience, um, let me know. I'm definitely a very open book about this. And um, I hope that I gave you a lot of good information about it, about my experience and everything. Um, But I'm just really excited to see, like this is only day two of being home. And I'm just really excited to see how this truly starts to integrate in my life. I feel a lot of big shifts are coming that I don't even realize are here yet. I feel really excited like another thing that came through is that I need to host my first retreat I've been saying this for a really long time that journey to limitless like the long-term vision is I want to host retreats because community has been such a powerful tool in my life Um, I'm also a big experience person and um, I'm also going to be coming going and becoming a breathwork facilitator because breathwork has been so profound for me over the last two years like more than talk therapy, more than really anything else. And I'm like, I need to bring that into what I do. I need to, that, I feel like that's how I'm really going to help people is through breath work and creating spaces for people to really heal and become their limitless self. So more to come for that. I, like I said, I'm not giving all the details right now because I still don't even know all the steps of what I'm doing and what I'm doing first and timeline of things, but there are going to be a lot more connection Act, connection ways to connect with the community here at Journey to Limitless. I do plan to host like some online sister circles, some in-person sister circles, and just yeah, just bringing women together. I feel like that is like my biggest vision with this podcast. And um, so, if you want to have inform- more information about that, highly recommend coming over on Instagram and following me there. That's where I'll be posting updates on when I launch things and things like that. So yeah, I think it's really difficult to sum up what I left this retreat with, but just to give you a few words, um, I'm rebirthed. I feel like a new person. I feel so freaking confident that I am on the healing path. I know for a fact that I do not have to carry chronic illness and autoimmune forward anymore. And I know that the journey is not going to be perfect. There's going to be bumps in the road and ups and downs, but I just fully trust that I can get myself through anything. I got me, I got my back, and I just know that I'm on the path that's going to allow me to live that limitless life that I want so badly. Like I trust that everything is for me and I can turn my pain into my purpose and help other people with that too. And that's really what came through also was around my purpose of like, what am I here to help people with? And it is helping people, you know, with turning their pain into their power and like allowing themselves to believe that they can live that limitless life for themselves, despite anything that gets in their freaking way. Like that came through so freaking clearly. And I'm just so grateful for this path. I'm so grateful for all the struggles that I've had in my life. I'm so grateful for ulcerative colitis because I don't think that I'd be here right now. Um, doing this podcast like what also came through is that this podcast is my baby this podcast is what I'm supposed to be doing and I'm just so excited to like step more into the space of like community building like I said that feels really aligned and 
I'm rebirth. Like I literally feel like a new person. Like I can't even explain it to you. I feel so much brighter after the first ISO ceremony and releasing all of that grief and sadness that the, the next day I felt a hundred pounds lighter. Like I couldn't even explain it to you. That's the best way to explain it. I just feel different. I feel like a brighter version of myself. I feel like I'm not holding on to things. I feel like I've processed so much that was deep inside and it all came full circle with so much bliss, joy, ecstasy. Like I left that retreat vibrating. Um, and yeah, I just, that's like the best way that I can sum it up is rebirth. I'm healing. I'm confident. I'm a warrior goddess. I'm fucking deserve to be seen everything. Like I just feel so filled up. I can't even explain it, but, uh, I did end up getting a butterfly tattoo because, uh, the butterfly is a symbol of rebirth. And when we were in the jungle, I just kept seeing the most beautiful blue butterfly just dancing in the jungle trees and on the path. And I just, it kept catching my eye, kept catching my eye. And I always get tattoos whenever I travel and I just wanted something to come to me that felt right. And when I saw that blue butterfly and then after the third ayahuasca ceremony and I rebirthed, I literally was like, it needs to be a butterfly. Butterfly. So that felt really, really good as well. I'm just surprised that it was even real. You know, Victoria really created something so freaking special and I'm so proud of her as her friend to see to see someone, you know, create something so magical gives me a lot of inspiration and I actually went to her um, when it came through again and again that I needed to host my own retreats. I've been saying it for a while. I was like, Victoria, I really want her to mentor me because I feel like she started with the same fears that I have myself around retreats um so yeah I think it's like I'm afraid of my own power because I know that the retreats is really where I'm supposed to be and I think I'm just like oh god like once I'm there I'm in there you know so I I'm like asking her if she can mentor me just with the mindset piece around it so um yeah a lot a lot is to come I don't even really have it all wrapped around my head yet but stay tuned for that I'm really really excited and like I said if you listen to this episode and you're like I feel so called to this I'm ready to wake up as a brighter version of myself I want sisters I want community I want um, to heal I want to like just believe in myself more like anything that I mentioned I highly recommend clicking in the show notes and getting more information about the soul rising retreat you will not regret it I'm telling you right now you will not regret it and like I said, I'm an open book. If anything intrigues you and you want to ask me any questions, DM me on Instagram. I'm at journey to limitless underscore. I would happily answer any questions that you have about the experience. So um, hope to talk to you soon. Next week's episode uh, will be another soul episode and I hope that you'll come back uh, for more then. So I'll talk to you then. Thank you so much for tuning in. It means so much to me that you're here and that you're taking the time to listen to the podcast. If you found this episode to be valuable to you, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with your friends who you think could also really benefit from this message. You can take a screenshot of you listening and tag me in your Instagram stories. I am at journey to limitless underscore. That also gives me the chance to connect with you and say thank you. So until next week, I hope that you have an amazing week ahead of you and I'll talk to you then.